You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Baskin of Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, 216-578-0092, or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. Terry Francona, third time he has become the AL Manager of the Year, well-deserved honor, especially when Jeff said it. I mean, Jeff put the question out there. He's like, did anyone expect the Guardians to do what they did this year? No. And the answer is no. no. And so that's what I think made him worthy of the position, or the award, sorry. But one thing, though. You and I both said before the season started, you know they're going to find a way to be competitive because they always do. Right. We just didn't know how that was going to be. And and it was. And they did. And Terry benefits because of it. And and certainly he played a huge role. Can I can I throw this out already? Mm-hmm. In this situation, there's a there's a different relationship with Terry and I think management in Cleveland. But I've thought, and and probably because of that, Andy, you know, he gets a lot of the credit. But more so so than I think the typical manager winning this award, that award in going to Francona is like an organizational award. Why do you say that? Though he's done a good job, He's reaping the benefits of a, and I'm, I'm. I want to make sure this sounds right. He reaps the benefits in an individual award that I think is actually an organizational award. He he's a terrific manager. Well, Chris won the front office. I know, manager, so I know, but it's the whole thing wrapped together. Hmm. You know, and, and I think that's terrific. And Chris reaps the benefits of having a manager who can pull it all off and make it all work. And and so to me, it's all wrapped together as an organizational award. And I, that's a credit to the folks over there. We, we've said for a long time, and those guys don't get enough credit, and they are so well run from from ownership on down. And, okay, you know, light up the phone lines and say they don't, don't spend enough money. Okay. Probably true. Okay. Doesn't mean they don't win, and it doesn't mean they're not an extremely well-run organization. The thing that, that I've always been so impressed about with the Guardians, Andy, and this doesn't happen unless it's really working. Man, there have been so many young guys who have come up through this organization who have been hired away by other teams to be front office people that it's nuts. It's nuts. Could Could you imagine if the Browns, were over 500 every year but one year under a head coach? No. And they were barely under 500 the year in, in 21, you know, when they were 80 and, uh, 80 and 82. With a financially challenged yeah. budget. Yeah, like we don't ever talk about the money issues. With, there, there are no – the only thing is well, how come we're not spending uh, – why don't they spend more of their cap? That's what everyone says with the Browns. Okay, spend more, spend more. Okay, well, I get it. And I know you want to say that with the, with the Guardians slash Indians in – Terry's time, but it's like, I, I don't. Do you think the city values him the way they should? Do oh you yeah, think I do. I mean, 
You know why, Andy? Or is it the organization? Does he get lumped in with the organization on this? Well, no, I I don't think he gets lumped into the organization. In fact, maybe in perception in our town, maybe he should be lumped in more with the organization. Do you know what I mean? I think Terry in 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 folks, if if I'd love your thoughts on this two one six five seven eight zero zero nine two, I think Terry clearly gets the credit that he deserves for his abilities to manage a baseball team in our city. I think fans think he's just phenomenal. I don't think our front office gets the credit that it deserves outside. Well, outside of the city. Yeah. I mean, the folks around baseball know what kind of a front office this is. I truly don't think that that our front office gets the credit that it deserves in town. And probably because it's more closely aligned with ownership, which catches a lot of, um, Slack. Unnecessary grief. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I don't think think the front office gets the credit it deserves. I think Terry does, but he deserves it. So, again, this is perception and maybe based a little bit on reality from the beginning. But I think the relationship that that Chris and Paul Dolan and Terry have is special and unique. I don't ever feel like we're, you know, if, if Tito has a bad game or let's say under 500, right? One season, barely by two games. No reason to think about a change. Never. Like I would never think about a change. And I, I go back and think about when they first hired him and where they were with what Manny Acta. That's hard to believe, right? Yes. That uh, the upgrade they made at that point to bring him in, to have a manager that wasn't just. I just and I remember the guys that wanted to come here and play here because he was here early on, and that there there was the perception that players wanted to come play for Tito because he gets it, he understands it. Mm-hmm. Former player, I mean, I, and I mean there are a lot of former players out there you might want to play for, but for some reason, the relationship between Tito and the front office is something special, and I don't know that we all realize that. I mean, I'm just looking at his numbers. Six to one, two, three, four, five, six times they've had more than 90 wins. Six. Yeah, would I like a World Series? You bet it. I'd like it. But as a matter of consistency, this guy is like the gold standard. And the ability to have a front office that's willing to work with a manager in the way that the, the Guardians do, I think is special and unique. And, Dan, we talked about this before the show that, you know, Jeff said, could Terry Francona be the last great manager who manages with his gut feelings? Right? Is that what you said? Dan said. Dan, you you said that. Yeah, that that was Dan. But that's it's funny that that's what the perception is. But what did Dan say? Dan said that that's kind of the feeling that people have. Outside of the organization. Outside of the organization. Yeah. But Dan's point was? If you know how this organization operates... That's not the case. That's exactly right. It's weird what our perception of analytics is, right? Wasn't We were one of the first teams to kind of – didn't Paul D. Podesta start here? Yes, he did. I mean, I don't know. Are we calling Paul D. Podesta the father of analytics? I don't know. Maybe. You know, I, here, here's the other thing. With the Guardians, take, not with Take the a look at Terry. Yeah. Okay. Terry's, no, Terry's not some young hipster, right? Terry's a guy like just – Looks like, you know, your dad, your brother, your uncle. He's a 63-year-old guy. Yeah, and he's managing baseball and doesn't 
put up any airs, doesn't try to, you know, be something he's not. He is what he is. And because of that, I think that whole thought of, yeah, this is an old school guy. Well, not necessarily. He might be an old school guy, but he embraces new school thoughts and reasoning and and is part of a of a front office and he is part of a front office Andy more so than other managers i think that's cutting edge um all right let's uh let's go to the phone lines nixon eastlake hey nick how are you hey there andy hey uh jeff uh hey, i'm nick. a terry fan uh, frank fan i think he's the best thing that's happened to, to try baseball well excuse me guardian baseball but anyway, see, Andy, you and Jeff are in your 30s, okay? I remember oh, I back wish. in the day. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick thank you. No, well, I mean, do you, I don't know if you remember people like John McNamara, Jeff Torborg, Pat Corrales. Do you really? Remember, hey, Nick, do you Nick. think we're in our 30s? Is that what you said? Are you serious? Well, you guys sound young. Oh, oh Nick. my God. Oh, my God. Dill, give, I need a Gigantic super vibe. <laughs> Nick, maybe the biggest super friend of the show ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Nick. No, you guys are the best. But the thing is, you look at those type of managers that we had back then. And remember when we weren't in it even at the All-Star break, we Ever. were talking about next year. You know, it felt so good when Terry came. Oh, geez, the Trevor's still in it. They're in third place. And I don't want to hear about the division being bad because the Twins and the White Sox are supposed to be so good last year. But look what Terry did. I'm sorry. He took what he got, and he made those guys into winners. And I wish the storybook would have ended with the World Series. I really do. But I was very happy with the run. And I just hope he could do it again. I'd like to see him win one more title with the Browns. And I mean the Indians. And one more Give me thing. the Guardians. You know, you look at the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox ought to be getting a plaque for him or a statue. He got them to the uh, World Series. Terry Francona is a great manager. I'm just glad the Red Sox. And then parted. I'm glad he's in Cleveland. Yeah, how silly. I mean, that. I wonder. Thank you. By the way, I saw a picture of John Farrell. You know what he does now? Saw a picture of John Farrell yesterday. Speaking uh, of the Red Sox. Tell me. Lobster boat. That's what he does for so, a living? Yeah, but a friend of mine had his kid. They were up in Maine. And he's, got, he's running a lobster boat. I thought it was awesome. That's terrific. I was, I was, looking, I was like, oh, man, John, that's amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Boston's loss was our gain. It's almost the reverse of Bill Belichick. Although they won with him there. They got it all. You know what I'm saying? There's a little yeah. bit of a reverse there. Should I tell Nick that I did a story with Tito when he played for the Indians? No. Okay. When you're in your 30s, you can't know that. Should I tell him I covered the John McNamara is hired press conference? Keep going. Mike is in Cleveland. Hello, Mike. Morning, man. Hello, Morning. Mike. I, I kind of wanted to basically say the same thing that Nick just got through with, but I won't kiss up uh, on your age. Thank oh, you very much, right. Mike. Because <laughs> I, I remember seeing Jeff when he had hair. God, so, and that's going back, Mike. Yeah, I know. It was a wig. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel that um, once that they won three out of five uh, in Boston with him, Right? Like, it was three World Series in five years. Is that right? That seems heavy. Is that right? heavy to me. Something like that. And it's off by one, but keep going. Into the okay. Chase. But then he yeah. lost. The, well, I don't think he lost the clubhouse. I think that the players just got a little bit too, you know, high on themselves. And 
they really weren't developing talent in their minor league system. They were just, you know, like like a, any big market team. They're just bringing guys in and buying them. Right. Where's it's a different that. situation here. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's something he wanted to be more of a part of is developing, you know, players and, and bringing them up. And, and, I mean, those guys, I mean, crying out loud, for you could say, you could say kids for that matter, those guys, they believed in him and he believed in them and that, that, that goes a long way. You know, I mean, it was a great run. And I mean, I was, I was tuned in pretty much every night, you know? Gotcha. Hey Mike, two out of four. Thank you though. Appreciate it. I, I, so I was close. You were close. Yeah, you were close. Not to argue with Mike's point on this. My guess is Terry didn't think, gosh, I really want to go and develop young players. My guess is at the time he thought, gosh, I'd really like to manage a baseball team again. And Cleveland's a great opportunity for me because I know those guys. I've worked with those guys. This is terrific. And he has been an instrumental part of this organization. And, and Andy, you pointed this out when we were chatting before the show, and you're right. A bigger part of the organizational system than it seems like most managers are. Most managers in Major League Baseball feel like feel like hired help, don't they? Yeah, no, I just and, and he doesn't. He feels like he's part of the um part of the triangle, you know, decision making well, process here. I, I think it's something that we don't talk about a lot. Trust. Yeah. You know, we, we laugh about trust in Tito, but it's uh, it's not us. It's Chris Antonetti that's gotta be able to do that. And you've got to be willing to put yourself out there as a president or general manager the way Chris is to have that kind of relationship and you you know, they're reaping the benefits of it. Yeah, they really are. I mean, you don't even see the World Series, but it's, or we did see one World Series. But I, I don't know. It's just such a unique situation. Does that make Tito the last gut feeling game manager? Does it? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't think that at all. I, I don't know that he's that now, you know, just because of what we've talked about before. I, I don't think that's the case, really. If you want to know the truth. All right. We're going to talk more Tito here in a second. Yeah, we will. Uh, that's a fine idea, and I, I, I want to talk Nolan Jones, even for just 30 seconds, because I need to get it off my chest. Is Good. that okay with you? Yeah, I was worried about it. Yeah, that's okay with you. We'll see. Um, I can't wait. All right. 216-578-0092. That's the number to call, or hit us up on Twitter at CLE Talking Head. That's your manager of the year for the third time from the Cleveland Guardians. He wins yesterday, Terry Francona. He yeah. talked this morning. In a press conference, we'll get to some of the more things that he, or some of the few things he said this morning here in a moment. But Jeff, first, this as Deshaun Watson, Andy, yeah. begins to practice in Bria, you can track the news from Bria with this little thing called "It's Always Game Day in Cleveland." Oh, really? Yeah, it features Daryl Ryder. Get fresh episodes Tuesday and Thursday mornings at ninety-two-three thefan dot com or through the Odyssey app at every uh, and after every game. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. And, of course, Daryl without his partner is nothing. And the partner is Andy Baskin. Oh, I might listen to this Basketball Gold podcast you guys have. At least I will download it. That's what I will do. Thanks. And then it will come. That's the best part about podcasts. Yeah. It's like when you're able to download it so you can do it on your own time. Like even if you haven't heard it's always game day in Cleveland yeah. or radio gold or yeah. basketball gold, sorry. Um, just download it and then you get a chance to listen to it later. There you go. It's awesome. Uh, it's perfect. a great way. Yeah. So let me highly recommend downloading these podcasts. Download or subscribe. Podcasts. All you got to do is subscribe. That's really what it is. That's the easiest thing to do. Clark, clark, clark. 
Um, so Terry Frank had a talk today about winning manager of the year. And I, again, I ask you sports fans of Cleveland, not just guardians fans. What is his value to the city right now? And I, to me, it's, it's, he's priceless for what he's done for this organization. I mean, landing him was landing uh, when they got him in what? 2013 was as big as landing any free agent that any team has ever landed in Northeast Ohio, except for LeBron, when LeBron came back, right? I, I can't, it, it's hard to... Do you think so? Yes. Look at the impact he's had on this organization. In the beginning, it was about, you know, about bringing a guy that knew how to win, that did something that no one had ever done, or hadn't done in a really long time, in Boston, twice. And then, you know, coming here and kind of setting the tone for what, Setting the tone for what I, I think the dynamic of a front office and and manager should be. And I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see it again. That's the other thing, because I don't think that people see it the same way. I don't think organizations still see it the same way. Do you? No. Dan, do you? No. I, I'm super curious on Dan, too, on this. Like, I, I think this, this dynamic is, uh, well, Dusty Baker might still be in the same kind of boat, right? I mean, they've got their own issues right now of trying to figure out who the next GM is going to be after letting their guy walk. You're right. But, no, I mean, I think you're seeing more and more of these coaches having, I think, impact is the right way. Like, these coaches aren't sitting there grinding film or anything like that of, you know, who they're going to get, especially Major League Baseball managers. But, like, yeah, I think there is input from all of them, you know, but especially Terry Francona. Terry Francona's thumb might be on there a little bit more than – most guys. It seems like he's more involved in the overall concept of the organization than a lot of managers who are just hired help. For instance, do you ever think that Terry will be let go by this team? No. I don't either. No way. No, I don't Terry either. Terry will retire before they let him go. I would yeah. agree completely. I don't. But I, the concept of them letting Terry go just doesn't even click in my head because it's this. Well, this is what we do. This is the only way Terry gets let go is if a new owner comes in and blows it all up. That's the only way. All right, we're getting rid of Antonetti and Chernoff and Francona. We're starting fresh, which would be a really stupid thing to do. I was going to say, unless this thing implodes and they become a 60-win team, 70-win team. Unless they become the Pirates. No way in hell that happens. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. And, And... and because they're so tightly bound together here, you're not going to let go of any one of those guys. No, even it, they, even they're, with a, the quirk, they're a package deal. Like it does seem like the quirkiness too of maybe hanging on to guys in the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like there are some times where they give guys the opportunity. You're like, oh, what well, are we doing here? We were we from day one when this season started, and they broke camp with some of these guys that have been around forever. We labeled it a sorting through process, and we nailed it. I'll, 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 you did. Yep. That's what we had talked about. And they sorted through these guys, and they put other guys in there, and it worked. I don't know how it worked, but it did. Because, Andy, this team did not look very good at the beginning of the season. You just thought, man, you've got you've got placeholders here. But they wanted to give guys opportunity. Like, I'm trying to think of Michael Brantley is like one of the few kind of mistakes that I think that they've made. And, and I don't even know if that was a mistake. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of over the last few years. Well, Michael wasn't a mistake. 
It just didn't, didn't want to pay him. Yeah, and but it also didn't feel like it was. It, it, it seemed wasn't unnecessary working. to let him go. Yeah, don't you think? I don't know. I, for some reason, I just didn't like. I don't know. There was a something there that just didn't seem. Yeah, it didn't seem like didn't it was going the here. right direction. Maybe he did, but they I don't. There aren't very many stories like that. No. And and I don't know if he wanted to be here or not. So here's what Tito had to say about winning manager of the year. He's so organizationally based, Andy, mm-hmm. that, again, that, I think, has a different feel to it than a lot of major league teams. You know, it's it's just a, it's so clearly a, a groupthink situation. And he's the guy in charge of running the team in the groupthink. Yeah, it's, no, that makes yeah. sense. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, we had talked about, you know, him working with a young team and some... People looked at that at the beginning of the season and said, oh, you know, he doesn't have one of those, you know, huge grizzly veterans that's in the clubhouse that can kind of, although when Jose Ramirez decided to sign his contract, I think changed that changed a lot of things. Yeah. But he, he, had, he said and he talked about working with a young roster, which I think a lot of people were kind of skeptical in the beginning of the season with, and now look at him, he was manager of the year. Mm-hmm. That's also him learning on the job, though, too. I mean, you're never too, you're never too old to stop learning on the job, don't you think? That he, you know, even just the the fact that he's saying this, that hey, you got all these young guys, they're learning, and then he's got to learn about them, and you go back and forth, and you can. I, I just, I think he was flexible. I think Terry Francona had to be flexible, otherwise, well, I, I think they would have, you know, they would have just been a middle of the road team with there were people. Oh, they're young. We'll see what happens with them next year. And I would think, Andy, and I, you'd have to ask Terry this, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume. Mm-hmm. And we know what happens when you assume. He's had to manage and, and readjust his thought process from what he had in Boston. Those are two very different situations, for sure. You know, and in, in Boston, they'll say, "Hey, which high price guy are we going to have?" All right, great, done. And and here you've had to be maybe a little more creative in your lineups, a little more buying into the process and the organization and what the big picture is of the organization. And he's done that. You know, he's been very successful managing in two very different organizations. I, I just want to play one more cut. He talked about his health. Um and just quickly, cut five. Yeah. Good, he's trending in the right direction. It's good. Well, he's trending appropriately. Everybody's trending here. It doesn't matter what. What are the Cavaliers trending? We'll talk about them a little bit later, too, with the Bucks that they'll play tonight against Milwaukee. We're going to make Jeff Thomas do it next, plus Jacoby Brissett and other players are going to speak after the top of the hour. Basket and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.